Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotman. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotman. Hot, 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 hot. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. JP's here and he's giving you lollies as well. And you see the steak's ready for dinner. I mean, anyone would think it's your birthday, right? There you go. Sit down on your comfy mat while we do the show. It's all going good, dogs. Five to seven on Wednesday the 30th. Do you know today is Detilda's third birthday? We tried to get her on the phone, Russ, to talk to you, but she was a bit snappy. So she didn't really feel like talking. Typical. I don't know why children are like that. Sorry, what? I said, I don't know why children are like that, you know, just the one day you want to be on the show. <laughs> well, that's the what they do. <laughs> like you, what are, you, are you nesting, Rust? Are you, are you <laughs> nesting? Get off then, I'll give you the big blanket. Come on, here you go. <laughs> Come on. Nest. Here you go. Get on there. <laughs> get on there. Go on, pull yourself about. Do <laughs> <laughs> some nesting. It's having fun. ABC. It must be seven o'clock and time for Radio Hot Lab episode one hundred and seventy-six. That extra light-hearted podcast <laughs> takes a look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets, barbecues, casseroles, and Anything whatever is think of. <laughs> light-hearted. <laughs> because I can tell you, JP, yes, that no matter how light-hearted others may think they can be, they will not be as light-hearted as us. That's right, because we are number one due to asterisk in lightheartedness. Bottom of the page. Sponsor commitments. <laughs> <laughs> She's still nesting. Viewers, the dogs is nesting badly. Now we're up in the kitchen. We are. There's a, a lovely. Uh, there's some uh, Jamie Oliver potatoes on the on the go. He picks them himself, apparently. A couple of steaks <laughs> cut cut you know unevenly which has made me quite cross yeah Hardy's been doing his fruit because he asked for two steaks the same thickness and they're patently not the same thickness patently not <laughs> got a patent on lack of thickness <laughs> inaccuracy yeah. so what are you drinking anyway I'm having a um, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my head, hit myself over the head with a cricket pitch a cricket pitch yeah quite secretive actually <laughs> That's Jim Barry, isn't it? <laughs> <Quang>. <laughs> oh, I've got to get that carpet. Better deliberately noise. Better deliberately. Deliberately noisy. Whatever. What are you having a drink? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a little, it's a Jim Barry. A cup of drop. Not a bad Jim one. Barry, yeah. I'm having a, um, a Fogues Carlton Dry Fusion with a hint <laughs> of lime that's limey. You know, he was asking for some... He wanted... Those desperados. Yeah, but you can't. The only way you get desperados, they're imported, is from this joint in Sydney that he pays like a hundred bucks a carton for them for. Well, you, isn't that just says it all about folks? It does. That's well, right. I want it, but I don't want to pay for it. Exactly. Why isn't it here? I'll have to get Carlton Fusion instead. But I bet he didn't buy himself a little bottle of tequila so he could just do the top up. Then they'd really taste like well, desperados. If, if he liked them, he wouldn't have left them. True. Oh no, he wasn't. I mean, charity plane, doesn't begin at my no, house. But, if he was driving home, they'd be gone out the fridge. Because he was flying, he couldn't chink-chink onto the aeroplane with the five remainders. The chink-chinks. That's right. No chink-chink. <laughs> he was very preoccupied about uh, getting further forward in the, in the seating, mm. as opposed to being stuck down in 64 Really? But then when the plane goes down, you're dead. But if you get stuck up in the tail section, you know, it's the safest bit. Well, you know what happens to the people up in business class? 
Oh, they're all fried. No, they get killed by economy food flying forward. (laughs) Stabbed by a plastic fork. In the back of the neck, no less. (laughs) In the back of the neck. (laughs) Oh, I've been stabbed by a plastic fork. But the worst thing about flying business, if you were, you know, just on takeoff, or even if it was 20 minutes in, I mean, pretty much everyone down the back of economy's already got a drink, but, you know, the guy's fluffing around, you can't get a drink. (laughs) You can't get a drink. You know, they're going, hello, Mr. Insert name here. You know, and then you go, la, 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 what would you like to do? And they go and do their bidding and come back. I mean, I've seen it 40 minutes into the flight. If you're the fourth row back in economy, yeah. in business, get, you get nothing. Yeah, if you go to Melbourne, what's the point? It's a which, sorry, it's all over. And folks, was going to Melbourne, so why was he trying to get up the front? Misguided. He was going, trying to get as far up the front to uh, economy, so he'd be the first on the trolley. So he wouldn't be able to be apologised to should his selection be unavailable. Okay, so first and, on the trolley as opposed to off his trolley like he is normally. And he does like his he does like his uh, uh, traces of nuts. <laughs> yeah, definitely, his traces of nuts. <laughs> Plenty of traces of nuts there. Anyway, I haven't heard Plenty on that flight, I bet. Anyway, how you been? Yeah, all right. So you're off to you're off to Sydney tomorrow. I am off to Sydney tomorrow. It's my mum's 80th birthday. So my wife and I and my sister and her hubby have uh, done the big splasheroo out with the dollars because we didn't know what to buy for her birthday and we're taking her to Sydney for a long weekend. That's good. And where are you staying? In the geographical heart of the Sydney, I hope? Yeah, right on the corner of uh, Byhard Park there. No, Parramatta. Not Parramatta. It's the geographical heart. I'm going to see Rook. It's the side talker. It's the geographical heart of the city. Well, maybe not anymore. Now, due to expansion, it's probably like... <laughs> friggin' Roofy Hill. I mean, but we have some there's good listeners. There's an RSL there. And there's some good listeners out there. <laughs> Definitely. When we send the video out. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're looking forward to it. So, finish work for the Well, day. I suggest nip down to, uh, no pun intended, to Chinatown, mm-hmm. Golden Century. Good place to get probably the best seafood in town. Golden uh, Century. Golden Century there on, um, on Sussex Street. Maybe a tiny little bit of a wait. Make sure... They, when they say, upstairs, you go, no, downstairs. Because that's all the crab pots are, and you have a look. And if you ah. want stuff that you, where you see all the food, all yep. fresh seafood, my recommendation is they will do drunken prawns for you. Don't let them tell you that they can't do it. Right. They go, no, we can't do it. Yes, a friend says you do drunken prawns. And they do it a little, 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 and they go, okay. It's okay. expensive, boss, but it's not that expensive, boss. Yeah. <laughs> very expensive. So, but very, very good. Oh, and, cool. uh, and you can push the waiters, just get a mature waiter. A mature one. Yeah, Victor Mature. Wait. One, one that's been sitting out in the sun for a few days. <laughs> one that looks like he knows what he's doing. And he's done it for a living, like you're in right. a waiter that would be from New York right. if he was in the Chinese business. Right, gotcha. We'll get on. Like you know, Philip put mine the step. Well, well, but you know, in New York, you find these waiters and they're. they're and then it's just their career. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And career you know, they, they, they really know their stuff. And I mean, they make a fortune out of it because mm. you know here they are at, you know there's ten at a table over eight there's an automatic gratuity and yep. and you know it's sort of 125 dollars a you know a table just like yeah. that and they've got you know six tables running and they do two sittings it's why would you why would you change that job absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> they're probably doing better than a lot of self-employed people especially in the US yeah, that's right. Post GFC. Had a long uh, conversation with International Paulie today. Oh, did you? Yeah, we had a nice video How conference, and, and there's a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a, 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 a story about what he's been doing. I thought we'll just go yeah. and have a listen to this now. Right. You meant to say, well, that's a great idea. <laughs> I just said, right, that's a great idea. Hello, viewers. Hello, it's International Paulie. What's going on in America, Paul? Hello, honey. Well, it's the middle of the night and um, the store's going to close in 20 minutes and I need to go and get some milk so I can have my breakfast in the morning. Oh, great. I'm glad you rang in all the way from Georgia to tell us that. Can you go and get a Mrs. Winner's ch- chicken biscuit? No, I'm not going to get Mrs. Fucking Winner's fucking <laughs> chicken shit. <laughs> Do you know, this is the only show, the light-hearted motorsport show, where you can say that word, Paul. No, you couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't say that on, on that other show on uh, Rural Radio, could you? No, you couldn't. Mate, just while you're there, because JP's coming around tonight, so we're just pre-recording a little moment here right at this minute. See, look, that's, look, that's pretty cool that 
you can see yourself being recorded <laughs> from the other side of the world on the on the iPhone, which is actually sharing the bandwidth. You know, that's that's very cool. It is very cool, mate. You, you just done Sebring, and you had a brilliant result there. What's the rest of the year got in uh, in in store for you? It's all a bit. Brabs well, has run well, off to drive Nissan's. Well, we're waiting for that big check from Radio Hot Lap so we can become Radio Hot Lap Team Highcroft and take on the rest of the world at Le Mans and the Indy 500 and um, then kind of start start the Radio Hot Lap Team Highcroft Formula 1 team for next year. <laughs> but, uh, no, in all seriousness, there is uh, a lot of work kind of going on kind of behind the scenes to kind of get budgets and so forth together to um, go and... Um, do what we do to, um, you know, continue some more of those kind of giant killing results with, with a bit of luck. You know, nothing better than beating, beating both the factory, uh, factory Audis and the factory Peugeot. So we'd like to go and do that again in um, France in uh, May after we've um, drank the milk at the Indy 500 uh, in June, after we've drunk the milk at the Indy 500 in May. <laughs> That's right. Well, what happened to... What happened to drinking... What happened to drinking the tequila? I uh, was drinking the, the tequila was was tied in with Scott Sharp and Sharpie's got his own team now, so that uh, that contract came to an end at the end at the end of last year. So um, yeah, we're now looking for uh, pastures pastures anew. And what about uh, the uh, Miles for Malaria program? Uh, Miles to Malaria program that, uh, that was very successful over a couple of years, but that doesn't raise any money for us. It obviously raises money for malaria. In fact, at Sebring we switched. Uh, charities and actually raised fifteen thousand dollars over the weekend for the Japanese earthquake appeal. Oh, that's great news! Yeah, I think it's it's been you know touching every everybody's heart. Did you see? Speaking of raising money, did you see how well Jason Richards uh, did down here at the Grand Prix last weekend? That was uh, a pretty staggering result, and certainly uh, certainly kind of great to see. I think I don't think anyone. Uh, um, Certainly, no one begrudged that uh, that result in any way, shape, or form. Well, actually, Tanda did. Oh well. Um, and you know, did you hear how much he, of the five hundred thousand he donated? What? What five hundred thousand? There was five hundred thousand dollars prize money for the V eight supercar round at the oh, Grand, okay. at the Grand Prix. Which Tanders like you know scooped up on behalf of, of HRT, um, but the con conjecture up and down pit lane was that you know wherever the money came went to it was going to help Jason Richards through the medical bills for treatment in America. But Garth's nowhere to be seen, nor is the money. Oh well. I mean, far be it from us to speculate that. It went, oh, well. it went to Uncle Tom's cabin. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it's good to see he's on the man in the back of a race car. You know, that'll do him to go to the world of good, I would think. I mean, just jokingly, I mean, a lot of people up and down pit rain are probably going, jeez, if that's how well you go when you get sick, I, I don't know, maybe it's an option. Because, I mean, <laughs> crikey, he was beating the other two guys fair and square in the BOC cars. But perhaps he's just thinking super clear because he's been away from it for a moment. But he he, he did wow. he, he won a Fujitsu race the week before at Clipsal. Hmm. Good stuff. Good to see. Good yeah. to see. Hopefully we'll actually see something over here uh, over here soon. I think uh, think the Clipsal stuff's actually on Speed Channel here next weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. At three sixty p. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You get a special pixel filter. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, mate. Pretty, well, pretty tight on that bandwidth, sir. Good to talk to you, and um, we'll get it you. Is, it get, is indeed. Get Take you it out to JP and everyone else on the show, and. Uh... Well, that's pretty bloody amazing, isn't it? What? That he would actually talk to us while his wife's away? Absolutely. They're down in Florida. Florida? Down the Keys. <laughs> I know, they're far south. He didn't want to get rid of her. <laughs> Say you had a six-hour drive, like down the, down the wharf. You know. <laughs> go, set that bridge, just keep going. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you camp on the beach. Hurricane tsunami tsunami coming. Tsunami. <laughs> oh, can we say that? <laughs> oh, I didn't say it. Eating with your mouth full again. How can you eat with your mouth full? You do. Mm. Mm. 
So what did what else did he have to say? Anything special that he'd already spoken to you about? Plenty, but they can't be revealed until another show. Uh huh. Which probably means we should get onto a bit of business. I mean, you well, know, we how much lightheartedness could could can, one require? Oh, can can a viewer take? I mean, if you were going to do a motorsport show on a regional radio network, you know, once a week for an hour. With, with, syndica- with, syndi- with syndicated, syndicated information from a large man. But I know that it's, it's not coming to South Australia. It's only in Victoria, Queensland and New South Wales. Oh, it's from the world headquarters so we of Mildura. But we miss out, though, man. Well, they probably feel like we've got a copyright on it. But if they were going to do it, Murray? I mean, how, how, how backslapping can you be? Well, pretty backslapping. You, you, I mean, you, you, you got the, the report on it. I did. Well, anyway, insiders look. That's right. Whatever it's all about. So, so, you know what I thought was the highlight of the weekend in Melbourne for me. I was waiting for you to tell me that. What did you think was the highlight of the weekend? Jason Richards winning the first V8 race. Absolutely. No, he didn't actually win. But for all intents and purposes, exactly. Absolutely. I just thought it was great, and he backed it up. And I think half the half the guys down pit lane would be going. And I mean, this is in a flippant style. Obviously, mm. I don't want to make you know fun of the situation he's going through. Do we go? That's right. Can I get sick? Yeah. Because I mean, the other two guys he, in BAC cars aren't up there. No, they're not. And and, and did you hear about the half he a million dollars? The half a million dollars prize money. Mm. How generously it's been. What what's what's been done with it? You know, Tanner no. and HRT. No, I haven't heard. Me neither. <laughs> it was speculated that the money might be might be handed out in some fine fashion uh, up and down right. pit lane that would assist Jason in his recovery yep. uh, by treatment in America, but uh, right. but nothing, nothing forthcoming. No? Okay, can't hear anything. Not a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming through. NAC, <laughs> not a cracker. Well, so that was the highlight of the weekend. What was the low light? Of the well, I thought it was a bit of a low light that uh, um, uh, Liuzzi and uh, Karthikeyan were mm. able to fail to qualify in the one hundred and seven percent. And I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say it was. I wouldn't say, and I don't think you know the Mark Webber things so the, the, the low light or anything like that. I just I thought it was good, a, a good event. And I was just going, what the hell's with these tyres? And mm. I think it was summed up pretty well post the event by by Yano Truly saying, look. You know that he was shocked by the tyres. Yeah, but he wasn't shocked in a bad way. He, he, he was just saying, "Well," and having been part of the development program, he's going, it, it, "I wasn't. I was just shocked that they had changed." Yeah, and the change, which meant that they didn't seem to get enough heat into them, as opposed to, um, you know, their, their, their wearability increased, mm. um, but they just didn't seem to get heat into. It. But you, you really can't. You really can't learn. You know, take much from it because you I mean there's uh, the Perez. Uh, unfortunately, he was and uh, Kobayashi, the Salvo yep. guys, have been disqualified. That's right. For early, Illegal early rear wing. Yeah. But nonetheless, you can't take away the fact that um, you know they they did it on one yeah, stop. Yeah. I and then know, it's, it's just all over the place. What do you make mm. of it? Oh, I thought that was. I think you're spot on. I mean, certainly with the uh, the disqualification was a bit of a bit of a shock after the event. I think, and I know they were uh, saying that. Yes, maybe there was a technical infringement with the wing, but it didn't give them any significant advantages. Um, but, you know, rules hey, are rules. If you came into your debut Formula One race and you mm. come on the points, yeah. you know, you'd be disappointed, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely you would. But nonetheless... And they're not going to appeal, I understand. No, so, no, no, no. Yeah, so that's, you know, that was interesting. Um, I'll see... Uh, I, think, I just think that pretty much all the teams... We're all a bit sixes and sevens coming into the championship, but no, with new tyres, why yep. wouldn't they be? Well, exactly, and a completely different manufacturer. Yep. And, and I mean, some, when you some, think uh, of all the all the crap that went on pre the event about well, how long will they last? They're going to go off after bloody fifteen laps and all this other shit. It was uh, it was definitely um, well an interesting way that it all panned out. And now that I, I, I'm reading something today, where are my glasses? Are? I don't know. Where have you left them? What about these? Thank you. <laughs> it's very light-hearted looking. Well, it was because I've already got mine on, so it, was, yeah, it wasn't it, hard to like. I could say, where are my glasses? Where are yeah. I? I could say, where, 
we would typically well, we're wearing my fucking glasses. <laughs> well, because we're explicit, and, and we we don't run the risk of sponsors no, being no. removed. You see, that's the way to deal with sponsors. Maybe we not should, have any. Maybe we should get glasses sponsors. Instead of motor racing sponsors. <laughs> Probably one way of making a point. But you know, it goes back to the same old ad age, which is. Now, which ad age is this? Is this like the 50s or the 60s or. About. What age is it? Oh, the old adage. If you have them, you can only lose them. Exactly. So, and when how you do you solve them, you the problem of losing sponsors? <laughs> Not have any. <laughs> Exactly. We've been turning them down. In the thousands. And, and so here, Pirelli's considering tweaking the markings of their tyres because they felt that they were like, uh, what? Couldn't be seen? Yeah, maybe. What, you couldn't read the Pirelli name? Is that what they're saying? I don't know. Or? I didn't drill down into that. Or is it just different types? Mm. If yeah. I had my iPad 2 right here, mm. I'd be able to tell you that, but I, I, I don't. You would, but you haven't got one, so it doesn't matter. No, I, I just didn't bring it out. Oh, well, that's all right. And what about your iPad 2, though? Well, I didn't bring it out either. Right. Oh, that's all right, then. So I noticed that um, McLaren are uh, on a bit of a high, actually, after the result. Um, Martin Whitmarsh has uh, praised Lewis and Jensen. You mean the media is having a bit of a... No, well, Martin Whitmarsh has come out and hey. said that he thought that they... You the, know, the they, they did a good thing for the, yeah, for the... Yeah, for the team. You know what I mean, you know. But, you know, and, and Hamilton's come out and said, it's game on. Watch <laughs> out, Vettel. Well said game it's on. game on. Someone said game recently. on. Someone, Someone in Supercars in said Yeah, exactly, on. yeah. Exactly. Game on, game on. This Didn't Scaifey used to say that? Now, the thing that puzzles me is in the post-race press and interviews and shit, um, Weber was saying that Vettel romped away and his car couldn't keep up. Now, is he actually saying or inferring that his car was underpowered and therefore inferior to Vettel's car, and 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 then they're therefore suggesting that maybe Vettel's getting looked after better than he oh, has. I think or I, what is well, I how do we read that? I think that you know, again, the media are playing on. You know, let's look at what go back to last year. You know, there was always that little mental undercurrent there mm. that. That yeah, there was special preferential treatment, and of course they want to keep that going because it creates mystique and intrigue and, and makes them push out. No, look, well, I think at the end of the day, jokes aside, Vettel is a better driver than Mark, and is an mm. adaptable and a younger. And but you know, if I'm going to go to certainly a party, his age is on his side. His face. If I'm going to go to a party yeah. and Mark asks me to a party and Sebastian asks me to a party, which party am I going to go to? You're going to go to Sebastian's because there's going to be more young babes there. And there's going to be more fun and happiness. Right. Whereas otherwise it'll be seriousness and a, a, a three kilometre jog. True. And, and so With a I, th I think a, a, in, a, a, in a funny sort of way, perhaps... He just needs to like just lighten up on himself and just I don't know. Well, maybe he doesn't need to lighten I, I, but up the on media, I think he was I think he's beating himself up a bit, there's no doubt about that. But he's always beating himself up. I'm well, not he saying is, and he always has done. I'm not saying but he's I, done. I think he just wanted Australia he wanted to win here so badly, I think, and and so probably the disappointment level is higher than it would have otherwise been at an overseas track somewhere. I don't I think that I think that the disappointment for him was more he was like, well, what the hell happened here? Why was I so... Why was I in such a different, you know, position? Yeah. And how could how could Vettel be three and a half seconds ahead in one lap? Yeah. Uh, that's... Well... That is the interesting question, is it not? So... You heard it here first. On the light-hearted... Show. <laughs> You're really pushing this lightheartedness, aren't you? Well, I mean, if others want to go lighthearted, we need to show them how to be lighthearted. <laughs> no, we don't want to be showing them how to be lighthearted because then they could be number one and knock us off. And but then, you know, we know we're number one in lightheartedness. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And speaking of, we, have you noticed? What? Have, you, have you got a new juicer? No. Oh, you're number one, in a, number one in a kitchen whiz. Is it? It's not a Breville kitchen whiz, is it? 
It's not a juicer. It's not like a, a, a new <laughs> what, a new style kitchen whiz. It's a food processor, JP. Is it Brivel? It's a Kenwood. Oh, it's a Kenwood. It doesn't sound very good. I was always a big fan of Kenwood sound. But I made potato rosti last night. Did you? I did. And I put the potatoes in, it all like, zinged up and everything like that. But I found yeah. that it wasn't as, as, as rosty-ish as I'd like it to be. Right. I had the blades upside down. <laughs> so anyway, I, 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 I thought, well, it wasn't a bad exercise, so yeah. it'll only get better. So, so hash browns too? HBs. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So it all, all looks pretty good. It looks pretty schmick, viewers. It's uh, like that, um, was it sort of that? Brushed stainless steel. That's right, but it, it also comes with the, you know, you put the, oh, the juicer thing the things falling off. Oh. It looks like high tech. Did you have to buy a license when you bought it? Buy you a license. <laughs> license to leave early. Oh, let's get on with well, it. Well, I am I'm, I'm going to be leaving early anyway because I've got to get up and pack in the morning and then get on a plane. And yeah, you know me, I haven't packed yet. Laney's probably finishing. Packing all her stuff right now as we speak, and uh, my stuff's probably just still laying in a pile. Get on with it. For me to sort through it. What, what about Ferrari? What do you reckon about Ferrari? Well, what about, what do you, well, I don't know. I don't have an opinion about them. You don't? Do you think that they were struggling a bit, or do you think they were uh, going maybe better than I just think was suggested board, early on in the piece? Across the board, JP, that people were. They came to, they came to Melbourne with. Just no idea. I mean, it's about what the season was really going to hold from here. Like, um, okay, F Duck was outlawed. Mm. They had movable wings. They had new tyres, and they didn't have Bahrain to mm. do their sort of setup. Um, it really was. And there were so many things that no one knew. Yeah. Like, of course, it was going to be a bit of a hodgepodge, and I reckon it'll take Malaysia. And, yeah. and maybe the third race, things will start to go. Okay, we're starting to get. Uh, we know why, where our cars are going to be good. So. True, and Pirelli are probably still feeling their way as well. I mean, like you said about the tyres not coming up temperature, it wasn't exactly a stinking hot weekend in Melbourne. Now, if they'd have gone to Bahrain where it had been hot and the tyres had performed really well, which you could speculate that maybe they would. Um, they probably would have been bitterly disappointed with them come Melbourne, but because they were unknown quantity, uh, there's no way of telling. Yutz, 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 yutz. That's what Raul would have said if he was here, but he's not. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you that Kimi Räikkönen has decided he's not crashing enough in WRC anymore, so he's <laughs> going he wasn't to NASCAR. NASCAR. He's going NASCAR. Yutz. Oh no. Yep. Kimmy's going to be spending uh, a bit well, of time Well, surely if it's Kimmy, you don't mean NASCAR Utes, you mean NASCAR Utes. <laughs> okay. NASCAR, okay. I'm going to drive a NASCAR pickup truck. He's going to be involved <laughs> with a, uh, a division of, uh, of um, uh, who? Uh, is it Richard Petty or Richard Childress? I don't know. One of the Richards. Okay. He's, he's going to have a dick of a time over there. <laughs> Obviously. And then he's going to obviously move, then move into to, to sprint to, to um, sprint sort of nation car nation, oh, yeah, nationwide, and, and then, then to sprint cup. cup. Yeah. Of course, he's been listening to Juan Pablo, who says, "Look, in uh, in the latest um, motorsport magazine, the um, one with the James Hunt on the way from cover. James Hunt and his dirty girlfriend on the front with the he's got his race overalls on. You like that with the little badge? James Hunt sex for breakfast champions. Well, there you go. Absolutely, <laughs> the breakfast of champions." Anyway, very, very good. James story. Hunt with his finger in her ear. Very good stories. Um, there. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's what Kimmy's, uh, Kimmy's off to mm, do that. Well, be interesting. Uh, so he's still doing WRC, though. Yeah, he's got eight events. Right, got that's what I um, Huge crashes in the, um, the opening round of the, of the indie, racing, uh, indie Racing League. IRL. Yes, at, um, at St. Pete. And at a different form-up strategy there, and then everyone smashed themselves pieces and there are about 10 cars. Is this because of a rule change or? There, there was a rule change here. Right. So, so you bone up on that but I'll tell you there's going to be if you can get to see the video on it it's going to be very good. Oh it is. That'd be a call coming in. Oh, yeah. I want him. <laughs> you don't want him. See you Hi. Bye. Listen to the show. That's right. Later on. <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah, so there's a bit of interesting stuff going on there. Um, yeah, uh, spoke to him national, as I said earlier. Yes. And I said to him, uh, you know, what are your plans for later in the year? Uh, obviously, you know, he, he, he said that he, he wants to get to Indianapolis and so on like that. Right. Um, so you'll meet him there, because you're going, as far as you know. Oh, mate, if someone pays the bill, I'll be going. Okay, that's fair. But uh, last weekend, um, Alan uh, was due at... Uh, Nürburgring uh, for the official VLN test day uh, but uh, reading uh, on Daily Sports Car and I hadn't heard from him I, I think he's gone to ground because the, the Ferrari 458 Italia is not available don't tell me is that, that'll be that'll be my, Brian, on my phone now well don't go down there and ring it oh, I'm not just going to go and see the 458 Italia wasn't ready as it appears to be so yeah, they're going to go really into ready. they're going to go into the um into the opening round of the Le Mans series this weekend uh, at Estoril. Yep. Oh, no, not at Estoril, at uh, Paul Ricard, um, with a very unknown quantity indeed. But I suppose that's the way it is, and um, mm. see what happens from there. I, you know, I, I, for a moment there, I felt us not getting lighthearted. You didn't, did you? Yeah. Did you I think we were getting a bit sort of dull. Speaking not enough gaiety in the voice. Speaking of, of dull, or rather not dull, do you know what I've got for you for dinner tonight? What have you got? Because you said you wanted to go. Uh, I did. I've got Jamie on potatoes. Viewers, going to get on. hold on, hold on. Before, before you go any further, viewers, I have to fill you in here because usually when we do a show, I arrive and Hardy's done absolutely nothing to get ready. So we finish the show and then it's a big fuck around and rush around Don't and everything say that else. on a light-hearted show. For at least... An hour before we can eat. But tonight I've arrived and it's all systems go, everything's cooking, he's got it all organised. I'm incredibly impressed. So, what have we got? Well, I've got to go to Sydney tomorrow too. You so do? So, you've got to pack as well? No, I don't have to pack. Well, no, because you don't pack, do you? You don't do packing. Okay. So, what have we got? So, we've got Tell the viewers. We've got uh, deluxe fillet steak and, and, and scotchies, but At different thicknesses. Different thicknesses. And a wild mushroom ragu, wild uh, mushroom with cream and brandy sauce. And oh, I'd like good. you to come and give this a little bit of a raise here, JP. Come on, just I know it's a little bit hot. Oh, just, oh, just good. take a little bit of that. Yeah, oh, just, oh, don't burn, your, burn yourself. Give that a bit of a taste, mate. It's be quite lighthearted. Oh man, that is very delicious. Mmm, 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 very good. I'll okay. put it back in. Right. Put my germs back in it. This is bubbling away, all right. They'll get killed. Want to do some more brandy in and knock it off? No, 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 no more brandy. It's got plenty in there. What about half a bottle in it? It tastes like it. I can't taste it. Can't? Well, I can. Then I'm doing peas. Yeah. With special peas. You know, with spec peas. Special peas that we usually do with those deluxe peas. Like provincial peas. Just get uh, 400 grams of peas. Fresh peas, we're talking fresh peas. No, no, we don't have to do no, fresh peas. Don't have to do fresh. You, you don't need okay, fresh right, peas. You, you don't need to be fresh. shelling and wearing your fingers to the bone and turning unlight hearted in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> like other people might do that do regional, regional, regional stations. <laughs> regional, regional, raging. <laughs> Get that all sizzling up there. Um, and uh, a bit of chicken stock. Uh, and uh, do you think if they're doing that regional show that they'll get the um, the lightheartedness crushed out of them? Do you think I should chuck in a bit of bouquet garni? No. Which calls for it on that basis? No. <laughs> a bay leaf? Now you can put a bay leaf in. <laughs> I see you. And I see you. How lighthearted are they? Oh, they're very lighthearted. Very bay. They're from Mildura. Are they? Very good. <laughs> well, don't fat. crush them as you put them in. <laughs> They're not that fat. <laughs> oh dear. They'll be spectacular. You've got to get your ideas from somewhere, don't you, JP? Absolutely, you do. Right, What else is interesting now? Um, made some notes. Yeah, the uh, Audi made some, uh, they tested their R18, um, the new one. Oh. oh, maybe we talked about that last week. No, I don't think we did. No, we didn't. They tested directly no. after 
with the Sebring. Sebring. Yeah. I actually had an R15 Plus there that I'd used in the race, and they brought two new closed cockpit R18s, and they were rumoured to be running around there because one second a lap under the pole position for the Sebring race because Duncan Dayton, the international's boss from yes. from um, Highcroft, was there with a little stopwatch hiding under a bush, <laughs> doing light-hearted timing. So does that mean we're going to see a, an Acura with a closing cockpit? Does no. Go a second of last quick? It, it just means that <laughs> it means we're going to get a free free bed at Le Mans. <laughs> free, well, nothing better than a free bed at Le Mans. If you start late with international. That's right. Oh, a bit more stock. That's yeah, a bit of chicken stock. Yep, so we've got that. Um, the mushrooms, wild mushroom ragoon. Yep. The peas with the, uh, with the bacon. Now what I do is I go up to a place called Standard and get the bacon and I just go... In a big chunk, and I cut it in the, and fry off all the oil. Cubage? Yeah, yep, big chunk. And fry it off, and you, you, you saw that. You taste yeah, it. Yeah, I did. It's yummy, yeah. Um, and then put them in there and just let them simmer away for a little while. That's all good. And it can go on the, on the, on the back burner. On the back burner. Cooking with hardy viewers, only his back burner's not burning. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Nothing worse than when you put something on the back burner and it won't burn. And then we're still on the potatoes. Spuds. Are these, are these potatoes, beautiful. Are these? A bit of garlic in there, we're going to do it with the pan, yes. Jamie Oliver style. Jamie Oliver style, so you're going to do a bit of a, yeah. a smashage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to get smashed, do they? That's it. Uh, and, the, and then just lightly in olive oil? Olive oil. Beautiful. Extra virgin, or just doesn't matter? Evo's. Evo. <laughs> well, I'll work off that's what the Batman in the restaurant. And that's it. So, look, you've had your little bit of cooking. Fantastic. So, we're armour there for yeah. All right, move on. Absolutely. Well, I've only got nothing really now apart from TikTok. Well, go for it. Well, wouldn't you know, Jerry Harvey <laughs> is going to launch his online store. Hang on a second, let me do a backflip. Hold on. He's going to launch his online store, exclamation mark. Within weeks, quote close. Jeez, quotes. Well, then I must have been. I move in weirdly. <laughs> Woo hoo! Been working on it for a while. Must have. Oh, was it Jerry at home? Well, no, I think it's Jerry in China. Because I don't know where it's running from, but it's got to run outside of Australia if you can't levy GST. Don't put your voice so, up on that. There you go. Oh, it's not lighthearted if I put my voice up like that. You mean the server's got to run. That's right. Yeah, well, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what he comes so up you, with. So what you're saying is you can have an Australian domain name, but the server itself yeah. must be actually running overseas. You know, I haven't looked into that. You're actually placing your orders OS so that you're no, not... You don't, but, but so how would you know that? incurring GST penalties. How do you know that? Because that was the whole idea of what he of, of what he went online for. Because he said, as he said when he did the big hoo ha, well, that it's unfair that uh, Australian retailers have to levy GST and overseas ones. Uh, are, hang on, no, I under a thousand bucks. I didn't see that at all. I, I, as I saw it, JP, what he was saying was that in online orders under the value of a thousand dollars didn't attract. GST. GST. I didn't hear that was yeah. saying that it had to be served by a server overseas. Well, it has to be. It's only it only applies to if you're ordering overseas. Well, who would be? What what, what, so what, let's what just person say in your right mind would actually run a server in Australia? But let yeah, well, except you may happen. Well, I mean, let's just presume, rightly or wrongly, that there's going to be Harvey Norman <laughs> Taiwan PLC. That you're actually ordering your goods from, then you're not going to pay GST on any other thousand bucks. Drop shipment. You see that put there? Drop shipment. Yeah, that doesn't touch your hand. So, so it's going to be interesting to see whether he does actually come up with it that way. I'm not sure that that's exactly the right way that it works. I'll have to look into that, JP, because they're doing a little bit of online shopping development in the last week. Okay, well you need to check it out. Very nice, thank you. Good. So, I'm happy Worldwide Developers Conference has been announced for June 6th, but they reckon the iPhone 5 won't be until later this year. They're actually talking um, autumn US or fall in the US and uh, sold out in here. 12 hours, I might add, too. The, yeah. uh, the WWDC took eight, eight, nine days last year. Look, I, I would not go to it again. I found it a complete waste of money. And, and 
and, and having been to many worldwide developer conferences in the 90s, it, the, it is effectively, it, the system, it is broken. Like, right. It isn't what it used to be. But by, by the fact that they say, come and have a sneak peek at iOS, iOS 5 Five. and the future of Mac OS X, which, which is meaning they're going, OK, because they pissed everyone off last year by not yeah. having, well, the Mac OS X people. Yep. They pissed them off because there were only three streams. They're going, so, OK, so we're going to bring you back. They were going to consider doing a double, a double um, stream. Yep. Yeah, or, uh, like a dual conference. Yep, like yep, going yep. in for iOS, going in for Mac OS and they're going, come and see what's happening with, with the future of iOS 5, which has been rumoured in the last few days, have some cloud-based functionality in yes. it, wouldn't it? Um, they're saying, it's not coming anywhere near soon. And, of course, mm. the ability to be able to get things like, you know, manufactured, you know, in time is, 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 is well, impacting. Particularly because of the Japanese. Well, that, that's quite right. That's quite right. Memory, so, and in fact, memory problems. Well, it's not just flash memory problems. It's also, like, at the moment, like Apple's having a huge problems getting the supplies of the suitable lithium-ion batteries for popular iPods. Right. Because, can you believe it? There's one chemical maker called uh, Coera, um, and they have 70% of the global market that provides a crucial polymer used in the iron battery. And it had to shut its, its factory in Iwaki, which is one, one of the... Uh, very close to the, uh, the, the, the devastating earthquake right. epicentre. But do they have the ACCC in Japan? How can you have 70%? It's worse than Coles and Woolies combined. Well, maybe no one else had the tooling up. Oh, maybe they didn't. Right. Sorry, I'm trying it's to be lighthearted. Like meat. Oh, so you're not being lighthearted enough now. Yeah, but you just you just don't know when to stop, do you? <laughs> okay. The um the the problem with the plant is that it wasn't it wasn't damaged. Right. But the port that exactly. brings the materials in. Yep. And therefore, doesn't necessarily take them out, because you thought I was going to say sends them out, they go out by right. sea, they don't fucking go out by sea. <laughs> they like come in <laughs> by sea, they don't fucking go out by sea, they go out by carrier pitches. Right. Either okay. way. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. No. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the same problem that all the car manufacturers have got. I noticed that Nissan were Dang actually... carrier pitches. Nissan were actually saying that they're... Um, they're going to build more engines in the US because uh, their engine plant's screwed and they can't get uh, engines out. So um, that could be uh, a bit of a nightmare for uh, mechanics about two or three years down the track when they've got, you know, four versions of the same car and they've all got engines from different places around the world, courtesy of uh, what's just happened. So um, what's just happened? The earthquake and tsunami. And Honda have said that they can't get stuff out. They've halted manufacture not because they've got a problem with their plant either because they don't but again they can't get the cars out so uh, interesting now in on, while know, we were on, on that note Jason yep fuck's sake I'm getting underway you are you're getting a bit cranky with the uh, cranky with the Jamie Oliver potatoes viewers they got like cooking a bit quickly oh more stock Oh, a bit of sizzling. You saw all that. I mean, there were huge amounts of cars which were the, um, uh, ready for export to like uh, Western markets and yes. stuff like that. And then the tsunami came in, and then they sort of well, round them all up. But that wasn't a the problem. They just changed the sign and said India. What they wrong? Because they don't expect. It doesn't matter. They don't expect to get paid. <laughs> right. Okay. They just want to get rid of them. Because yeah, they had DAB audio. <laughs> so I'm going to get you. Now, interestingly, on that on that score, and talking about wet cars, which we weren't directly, but now you brought it up, we, they reckon that we're starting to see the first of the wrecks from Queensland coming down now. So, if you're in South Australia oh, or Victoria, the wrecks viewers, are floating down. The wrecks. No, not the wrecks. You need a new one. The revamped wrecks. So, if you're looking for a car in Victoria or South Australia, viewers, apparently the bit, the word is, check inside the boot and check in the glove box and look for a, t a high tide mark. Because they're, <laughs> they've dried them all out. I thought you meant they, they were floating down the river. No, they weren't <laughs> floating down the river. They've been floating. And now they've been detailed, and they're shipping them down. Are they? Yeah. So don't be going oh. to buy a used car. A used... Who's trying to annoy me? No, you're bloody out of business. Yeah. What's the matter with you? They must know I'm going on holidays. 
Have you? So they're ringing me tonight. They'll be, Mark Brannigan, you must be desperate for something. Must be. You know, probably you can't really open an email or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Right, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I will. So, where I was before we sort of got sidetracked was Apple's music locker. Talking about cloud based service. And iOS 5. They reckon that Apple's going to launch a digital music locker service in April, is the rumour now. And this is going to allow iTunes users to store their music online in the cloud and access it from any compatible device. So technically, you could have a music library of, let's just say, 5,000 songs, and you can download your music to multiple devices. So you can download some tunes to your iPod, download some tunes to your iPad, whack some in your iTunes library on your laptop, but you wouldn't have to keep all of the songs together at one time in one device. Sounds good to me. It does sound good. They reckon that Digital Locker's gonna supposedly cost $20 US a year, and it'll launch in tandem with a revamped mobile me service. So uh, that's an interesting thing to look out for. Because um, Apple, of course, have confirmed that they're going to open a billion-dollar data center this spring for iTunes and mobile me services. So, there you go. You know, I've not got anything hardly at all, except my last thing that I've got is, viewers, if you like the Clipsal 500 and you want to lock in your 2012 tickets at 2010 prices, you can go online to Ticketek and book them now and you can go in the draw to win a signed helmet and a chance to walk the grid. <laughs> so there you go, don't hold back. It's Ian Kiernan's Clear Up Australia project. <laughs> don't hold back. Are you serious? <laughs> yep, you'll go in the draw to win a helmet signed by a 2011, oh, by, no, actually this is quite funny because it reads wrong. It says you can win a helmet signed by 2011 V8 supercar drivers. 2011. V8 supercar drivers. Not that many of them. I didn't think there were that many on the grid. Ah, I see the humour in your but you have to, But you have to book by Wednesday the 16th. That's quite light-hearted, JP. <laughs> it was light-hearted, wasn't it? <laughs> Alright, I'm done. But I'm not. Can we eat? Oh, oh, you can, oh well, no, go on then. You carry on. No, I, I will carry on and I, and I, and I have to... Following on well, you've from got to the previous, e previous uh, episode of... Radio iPad one seven five. You're not going to talk about iPad twos now, are oh, you? Oh yes. No, no, that's not light-hearted. I know. Well, that you can't be doing it then. But but we do have to go through the process. No, we of don't. Unhappiness. I'll do. It. Oh, look, Hardy's unhappy. View no, but no, but we we did dedicate. He couldn't line up outside our store, but he was happy to go and line up outside somebody else's. No, no, no. That's not. That's not what happened. Was oh, was the JP that you know you had provided a list, and we had this argument last week. And then you inform one of your staff members, which was, and sent me an email, which is all cool. And then he then uh, took my credit card and put a pro, put the, put the. He didn't put it through. He uh, just took and, the numbers. And, no, not, I could not tell that until next no, week. But I couldn't tell that till next week because he said I'm putting it through now. But Hang on. in his defence, before you go any further, I told you to ring up after four thirty. What time did you ring him up? In With your credit morning. card number? In nine nine thirty. So what difference did that make? Because it takes it out of the realm of instantness. But he said now was the, the launch right time. Look, anyway, what I'm saying, viewers, if you are mad if you go and buy anything from JP, because all you do is get disappointed. So I went up the road to another dealer and, and, and waited 12 minutes in line and picked one up immediately. Because he couldn't be bothered to wait in the line for one minute at our store. That's crap, JP. Oh, that's not light-hearted. No, it is. It, it, it isn't light-hearted because you're just full of shit on that subject. And you're going on and you're going to make it worse. You need to go and apologise and say, I'm sorry about it because you misled the customer. And then your rest of your management just laughed in my face going, <laughs> we don't give a fuck about your business. It's true. When are you going to admit that? Look, I'm, I already apologised to you. And that's as far as I'm going. And it was wrong. The process was wrong. We would have been better off to have not said anything in the first place like we actually have a result. Look, if I'd have known what was going to happen, I would have just said order it online. All right? Yes. Okay. So there you go. In other words, and you were away. And I know I was away. And that didn't he make was away down in the South East Asian supermarkets. But, but, your, but your business partners yeah. fucked me around on the deal. And they just... 
And the, you know, what I didn't understand is what, what, where was my money no good compared to someone else's? And I put it down to the fact is, hey, I'm a dead cert, and anyone else bought in the door is a new dummy that they can stiff with anything. Well, and I believe that that was the line that was being promoted to them, in fairness, by Apple. I didn't say her by whom. See you next week. Oh, we can't end on an un- un- unlighthearted. Well, I'm unlighthearted. Come on, t- just quick food. Well, I'm done. What's food. happening? I'm, I'm cooking. I'm over. Okay. All right. All right then. Well, I'm going to Sydney, and you're going to Sydney. And see you at the corner stop. I guess we'll see you next week. Hey, reviewers. Thank you, viewers. Thank you.